into another episode of OC Fan TV. My name is Zach Vargas, and alongside me is Zach Kanata. Today we saw Orlando City take on Chicago at Soldier Field. In this episode, we're going to break down a little bit of the tactics that we saw today and tactics we would like to see moving forward, the officiating, and the usage of VAR. This is OC Fan TV. Another uh, defensive performance, and I don't know if that's exactly what we wanted to see, but we got one. Yeah, I mean, we looked, like we said in the last episode, the Premier League Club Wolves. We sat back. I mean, kind of expected that going on the road, first road match of the season. You know, we're not going to open ourselves up. But, man, I don't know. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not mad, but I'm not happy. So a question is, why bring in all of these attacking weapons in the offseason? and not really focus on bringing in defensive options to then sit back and just play defensively? I feel like we're just not using the team that we have right now correctly. Mm-hmm. So last episode, I put out that four-three-three, right? And yeah. then we sent it in our group chat, and I was talking to a lot of people about it. And people, at first, they're like, no, no shot, no shot. And then they start thinking about it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? Actually, that kind of suits the team we have right now. So it's like, like you said, we bring in all these attacking options. We do, we spend all this money on attacking players, and we're sitting back and defending. We're not, we're playing horseshoe style football. Like, yeah, I don't know if it if we continue like this. This and this is like last episode. We had a lot of overreactions and, oh, of and thinking ahead. I'm going back to that. If we keep playing like this and playing out nil nil draws, one one draws, winning one zero. If we keep winning, I don't think it'll happen. But if we keep drawing games or conceding a late goal and losing 1-0 and, and the Wolves come in and they're spending all this money trying to make this team really good, Oscar might have a little bit of trouble in his hands. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the first place that you got to look. I mean, there's always pressure on the manager after difficult losses or draws, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially from a club that's looking to grow. Oh, yeah to step across that line, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean... That is like, so, that is way ahead. So, so, yeah, I mean, you've also said that's way ahead also, but I've also kind of been that person to sit here and, and say for... You know, you've heard me say for the past two years, like, Oscar's done phenomenal things for this club. He, I will always be grateful for the hurdle that he got us over. But when he was at Dallas, they were consistently a competitive team. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are right now. Yeah. But they I, were never that team that got to the final and won the final. You know what I mean? So it's like, I hope he can get over that hurdle here with us. I like him. I like his tactics. I like the way he plays. But then you're going to, do you want to fall back into that hole of manager for a year, year and right. a half? And no, then, and that's that's what I'm trying to avoid, obviously. I, yeah. To be honest with you, I'd, I'd rather have a manager that can keep us kind of like, kind of like a Wenger, right? Not having the best not saying anything about our team, but not having the best team and consistently getting into a top four Champions League spot in the Prem, I'd rather have that than a rotating wheel of managers that can't win. No, for sure. But you're talking about top four places in the league Mm -hmm. with a banger style. You know what I mean? Right now, we've only had two seasons where we've made the playoffs. Yep. And only one time have we made it out of the first round. So that's not the same to me. You know what I mean? Like if we're that, making it to the so conference, two seasons, 
yeah. with Poppy. So, like I said, making the playoffs is pretty good for not making the playoffs sure. at all before. No, and like I said, he's got us over that hurdle, and I hope he can get us over that next hurdle of getting to a final. You know what I yeah. mean? Whether that's the conference final, whether that's the actual final, it's a different story. But <clears throat> it's, like I said, if he's consistently, we're just a team that's first-round playoffs, going out, making it to the second round, going out, we're going to have to, you know, ask the question. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to bring in somebody, somebody higher profile than Oscar. Marsh. <laughs> I, 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 he lost with Leeds today, but I saw, it was a one that lost. Yeah. Hey, I, I would keep him in the prime. I know. We bring him to the U.S. national team, if anything, because Greg the Egg can just piss off. <laughs> um, yeah. But the, the performance today, we had five total shots, none on target. We had just no real attacking threat, and that's kind of shown with the expected goal stat of 0.16 expected goals. Compared to Chicago's 0.39, it's not, it doesn't look awful, but it, it's still pretty bad. Yeah, I saw a stat one. Like you said, we had no shots on target. Uh-huh. Keeper had to make zero saves today. Yep. Uh, the only – we saw that goal called off. We'll get into that in a little bit. But I just – again, you know – we said it at the end of last year, and we're saying it again. It's like we make stupid mistakes, and we're not scoring goals. Yep. So it's the same issues. I'm just, you know, I'm interested to see what's going to happen moving forward. I've been waiting for that attacking player that just has the drive to score. Mm-hmm. Like someone, just take the shot. Yes. We saw when Junior's goal happened, mm-hmm. and Facundo laid it off to him. As the ball was rolling to Facundo, I just I was like, hit the ball, please. Yeah, and then he please. laid it off. And I was like, are you kidding me? Junior shot it and went in. So it kind of shut me up. But at the same time, like, f- just why? It was smart. Mm-hmm. But someone just hit the ball. Like, I would not be mad at Facundo for hitting that, trying to curl it like Nani, far post. And if it goes a little bit wide, so be it. You took a shot. Congrats. Like, right. that's what we need. So that's what my next comment was going to be for the past so many years it's been Nani, Dom, yeah. Kaka that have been those guys that are willing to just let it rip. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now we're looking at our team and we've got young talent and veterans that are, you know, maybe they've got confidence, but it I'm gonna be honest, I don't see Mo and Junior and Sabos when and Pato too. When they hit the pitch, playing with a ton of confidence in themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like you said, we get to the box and we're making that extra pass. It's like, oh, you have a better opportunity. You have a better opportunity. Just hit the ball, man. Yeah. You're always going to see Mo. Mo's mindset is looking for that pass. Yeah, no. That's kind of the player that yeah, that's He's the player that's going to make that extra pass. But at the same time, he's also of that age and that experience that he should know. There's certain times when you should just, just hit the ball, man. Just hit the ball. Yeah. And like kind of going back to the beginning of the episode where we're like, yeah, we brought in all these attacking players. You you got you have Vanderwater, you got Fukundo, mm-hmm. Benji, Mo, Junior. In that situation, at least he hit the ball. Like how none of them just want Fukundo wants the ball. We know that. Yes, that kid wants to be on the ball. But we see highlights of him from Penarol, where he just cuts in and shoots. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen any of no. that yet. We see him trying to make that pass. Or do just a little bit too much. So I think he's still trying to find his feet in the MLS. And maybe 
Oscar is telling him to play a role that he's not fully comfortable with. Just another conversation, but uh, we just need that guy. Yeah. Or so someone to be that guy. It's Somebody's got to step up. So, I um, no Vanderwater in the squad today. He wasn't in the squad at all? No, not in the squad at all. Hmm. Um, interesting, just, you know, point to put out there. Yeah. Um, That's why Tesho comes on at the wing. Just makes no sense. Well, and now it makes a little bit more sense, but still. It makes a little more sense, but, I mean, why not bring on... Anyone else? Anyone else. Put Kyle Smith up there. Yeah. (laughs) Put put Mason Stashor up there, please. I mean, yeah, it's just like, that's... I don't know. We've got to get some things figured out, that's for sure. It's it's early in the season. You know, things aren't going to look great, but... We're not going to know what happened with Vanderbilt that game, especially if it was an injury. They're going to be like, oh, no, he just didn't travel. So we won't really know until week 74,000 of the season. Oh, he picked up a knock. And then he got hurt in rehab. If he wouldn't have got hurt in that game, then maybe they didn't. Yeah. I don't know. There's a a lot of things to talk about trying to find – well, yeah, trying to find our – I can't even think of the word – how we want to play. I just can't think. So – Oscar apparently wants to play defensively, but our team, as good as our defense is, our team is not built to play like that because we have those attacking-minded players who want to, I want to say you want to score, but if you're not playing to your strengths, then what, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I remember at Pints with Perea, he went on that whole rant, right, about the Columbia national team and how... The coat, the manager just started getting mad at the the uh, player. I can't remember exactly who he said it was, but it was their left back at the time mm-hmm. for playing from the back when they're down three nil and they need goals. And he says, "How can a manager get mad at somebody for playing the way that they expect them to play?" For you know, da 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 da. It's like, so you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know that what you're doing isn't necessarily working all the time. When it works, it works great. Mm-hmm. But when it doesn't work... you got to change something. Yeah. I, he's making subs earlier, at least. Albeit the first one, Tesho. I'm but, just... Yeah, I'm glad to see a sub, and especially, you know, in that time period. Mm-hmm. I get, you know, no, none of us want to see Tesho, but if that's the squad that we had today, then, you know, who are you bringing on? Who, who am I bringing on in that it, first slot? It, in that in that wing spot, you know what I mean. If that's the change that you're looking to make, um, <coughs> looking at the squad, realistically, there is not there's not a true winger nope. on the bench. You have two attacking players, and that's Tesho and and Kara. I, I'm switching to I'm switching to a three four three and bringing Kyle Smith on. They left mid. Okay. You're taking, so then, or, oh, I'm going to have to think this out. So, you bring on Kyle Smith. Mm-hmm. You take Joao off. Mm-hmm. Then you got Schlegel, Antonio, and Kyle Smith as your three back. Yep. Ruan goes to right mid. Facundo slots up top with Pato. And then Benji's currently sitting left wing back, left mid, whatever you want to uh, say it is. So, that's more attacking look. I mean, if well, yeah, that's what we want to see at least. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're going for a goal, 
and you need a goal, you know what I mean? We like, didn't look like we were backing. Like, you, you sometimes you see away sides kind of back off and be like, all right, we'll take an away point. But that didn't exactly seem how it wasn't how we were playing. No, it looked like we were going for the goal. It's just things weren't happening for us. Yeah, between just not shooting and the uh, referee <laughs> referee today, it just wasn't going to happen, was it? No, I mean... If you're going to use VAR, use it correctly, please. That's about all I got. Yeah, I just can't even... I don't even know, man. So, first off, yeah, if you're going to use VAR, use it correctly. But if you're going to officiate an MLS match, please have your stuff together. Can we check that guy's license? Oh. See if it was even... Who who gave him his credentials? I don't know. At the beginning of the broadcast, uh, Evan and Miguel were saying that it is only his... He had only ref seven games as a center ref before this, or this was his seventh, and four, four of those seven were Chicago games. Guess who's never refing a center ref uh, yeah, as again? Bad. Yeah. Oh my word! We saw so many, so many challenges, cardable offenses, oh, red yeah. cardable offenses. Mm-hmm. Not even see a card. Yeah, there was one at the very beginning in the eleventh or twelfth minute on Facundo, who you. I don't even know who the guy was that came across, but you could see him run about halfway across the pitch, knowing exactly what he was going to do and just take Facundo out very late. Facundo had already gotten past him, and he just stuck a leg in and put a terrible challenge in. Yeah, it's 11-12 minutes in, yellow card kind of makes sense, but with the challenge that it was, it could have easily been a red. Yeah, if I'm correct, I believe it was Pineda, or however you say that man's name, coming all the way from the right mid position. All the way across the pitch. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to scroll through the ticker right now and find... You and I both exactly were watching it, it again just just to make sure that we didn't see something ridiculous live speed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And both oh, no, it's her. Oh, Herbert. Herbert. He's been in the news recently, too. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you could see his intent. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know I mean? He booked it across the pitch. Head down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... His whole intent was to stop the counterattack. And you, usually you see fashion. that. And that's usually a yellow card. You see a guy you see pull a guy pull the jersey back or just hold somebody or just clip the guy's heels. You're like, all right, yellow card. Yeah, but you would pull in for the tackle. He had the intent of taking him out no matter what, not going for the ball, reckless, you could say endangering a player, endangering the safety of a player, whatever the law says. Mm-hmm. And that, that you're getting pretty close to a red card right there. Yeah, no, for sure. It's not... Not a good look. And, I mean, later on in the match, I remember seeing another challenge on Mo. The slide tackle? Yeah. Yeah. Where he makes contact with his ankle. And, and it's almost studs. It it's was almost. studs up, in my it opinion. Was, it was studs up, but I don't think he I don't think he went studs into the ankle. Yeah, it wasn't malicious, right? No. But he definitely made contact with the studs first, mm-hmm. <laughs> in mm-hmm. my opinion. It's, yeah. It's like no card either. There wasn't even a card on that one. Yeah. It's like, that's a, potentially, depending on the official, a red cardable offense. Yeah. I and agree. we're not even seeing a card. Yeah, there's a lot of, I think I've said it, a lot of inconsistency with the ref tonight. You would see him, it spells in the game, there would be 3,000 in a row, like within 30 seconds of each other. And he wouldn't call anything. And, again, Evan and Miguel were very vocal about this the whole game um, on the call. And they were like, yeah, they're letting him play. It's It's been a physical game. 
sometimes a little too physical, maybe getting to the point where it's dirty. Yeah. Um, but he was letting him play, and then two minutes later, he would be calling every single thing. Like, Chicago had a run of four fouls within a minute or two. Yeah. So it was just very inconsistent. I know this isn't something that, like, you we didn't talk about this before either, but something I kind of noticed after watching a bunch of no calls and a bunch of physicality and stuff like that, his positioning on the pitch was very poor, too. This is something that we'll go back and watch, you know what I mean? We mm-hmm. can have a conversation about this later, but it, it, uh, you know what I mean? It's like you weren't, you didn't put yourself in the position to be able to see what was going on very well. Yeah. And right. when you're a center F, like... <laughs> you got to be moving. But you got to get on your horse. You got to mm-hmm. be in shape, my man, you know what I mean? Uh, he wasn't like an out-of-shape guy. No, but like cardiovascularly. <laughs> yeah, maybe... It, it could be that. It also could just be the inexperience of only playing or refing in mm-hmm. seven or eight uh, games as a center ref now and not knowing exactly what position to be in because that, that does come with experience. Yeah, no, for sure. So, like, you, I want to give him slack, but no. So, he's only rep in center seven, you know, say. Eight, yeah, seven eight. right now. Why, why is he not doing that in the USL? Why is he not a ref in the USL? You know what I mean? Oh, like, like, why are you not experience? gaining your experience as a center ref in the USL? Does do the USL use pro referees as an organization to ref? What would they use? There's Hopefully no, anything else. Yeah, it was, but there's no shot that the MLS is the only organization in the entire world that uses pro refs. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right now. Let's see. Ref organization for USL. Yeah, it's pro. Pro, yeah. I was going to say, there's no shot. There's no shot. It, I just don't, I don't understand why we can't get FIFA credited refs. I, I don't either because it's like, we we play in the World Cup, my man. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just because the U.S. just wants to be different. Yeah. Maybe a metric system. Nah, we're good. We don't want that. Pounds, well, everybody... Pretty no, much everybody key, has yeah, their own just, currency. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the euro is the most broad, mm-hmm. I would say. But, yeah, yeah I just, uh, I don't know. There's something's something's got to be done, right? Just about pro refs? Yeah. In general, yeah. VA, like the VAR usage, I talked about it on uh, our other podcast and said that we do use it pretty well here. Now, I'm not going to say that there's not room for improvement. You know what I mean? Oh, well, there definitely is after (laughs) seeing today. Absolutely, but, yeah, no. Today, it's just, it was used completely incorrectly. You know what I mean? Like, the law of the rule in the MLS states is if it's not clear and obvious that you have to go with the call on the pitch. So the call on the pitch and the the Urso goal that was called off was a goal. It, It was called as a goal on the pitch. So, therefore, if... There's not overwhelming evidence to the contrary. You have to stick with the call. And I don't think clear and obvious means staring at a screen. With one angle that shows about 50% of it, then they went, they cut to another angle that was behind Kara. And when you're chesting the ball down, you can't really see the ball from behind you. So that angle did nothing. So with the one that they were looking from across the field, and you couldn't see it because they never zoomed in and the video quality wasn't great, where is the evidence to even overturn it? I, I feel like it was two to three minutes that he spent mm-hmm. over there at the yeah, monitor. Right on so two. there you go. It's not then. It's not clear and obvious if you have to look at it for that long. Just, just right off the bat. I feel like they should put 
that's maybe something that could be used to help. You know what I mean? You put a minute timer on it. Yeah, the, I was thinking about that. You put a minute timer on it, but you don't let the ref see the timer. Right. VAR ref can't say anything about the time. No. So then... As soon as a minute hits, don't. camera cuts off, and it's like, well, there you go. You, you got to make... You have to make a split-second <laughs> decision during the game. So it, it would be a little weird to just see it cut off and be like, all right, you're done. But at the same time, that's kind of a decision that you have to make during, like, during the actual gameplay. I mean... In my opinion, if that's something that we do implement, you know what I mean, to be like a timer on it, if you do not come up with a decision before the end of the timer, then call on the field stands. Oh, I could get along with that. You know what I mean? I could really get along that's, with that, yeah. That's not, that's not clear and obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so clearly, therefore, whatever, even if it was a mistake, even if it was the wrong call on the field. Yeah. I would actually really back that. Yeah. If you don't, you got a minute, maybe. Yeah, you no, I go a minute, with a minute fifteen. You give him a minute fifteen. You know, give him a little leeway, because yeah. like you said, you're making split second decisions on the field, so a minute should be more than enough. long enough yeah. for you to decide whether or not. So you heard no. it here first, OC Fan TV. Get a, VAR timer clocks. If, if that happens, we're making money off of that somehow. We're That's why I said you heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> and there's another incident. In which VAR was not used, <laughs> this man came on. Let's see what what time did he get subbed on? He got subbed on in the seventy eighth minute. I believe the incident happened within five minutes of him coming on, maybe within like three minutes. And him, and John Duran, 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 however you say it, and our boy Caesar went up to head the ball. And you you put your elbows out to protect yourself, but when you swing your elbow back yeah. at the guy's face. Um, I wouldn't really say that's legal. No, it's not. And like you said, you're you've only been on the pitch for a matter of five minutes, so that's reckless right off the bat. So it's all right. Well, and an elbow okay. to the face is—it's a red. Yeah, anytime. But he gets a yellow. No VAR is used. Well, he—you literally see his reaction too when he sees the yellow card come out, and he's like, "Thank you, thank you." Like, yeah. But it just. It baffles me as to how it's used for the car of so-called handball, but then you see a blatant elbow to the face, and VAR is like, mm, no, we're good. Uh, it's the in, it's just the inconsistency makes zero sense. What I would really like, we talked about this on We Speak Football, is for these leagues to come out and say. Al brought this up, and he made mm. an awesome point by saying this. This is how VAR is supposed to be used. This is this is the stipulations, you know what I mean? This is yes, this is no, this is yeah. yes, this is no. Therefore, if it's not being used in this fashion, it's being used incorrectly, and that's when I added there has to be repercussions. Oh, yeah, yep. That so, therefore, if it's not being used correctly the refs have to be punished for not using what the tools that are given to them correctly. Mm-hmm. Now, mistakes are going to be made. We're humans. Obviously, I'm not saying that mistakes aren't going to be made. But when you see games as atrocious as we saw our playoff game against NYC... Yeah, that was just bad. That was know, the worst. It made it made rounds around the world, yeah. my guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Possibly, probably the worst ref in performance Before in the any AFCON. game. <laughs> Yeah, in any game ever. Yeah, I mean, of any sport. Like, 
So that you know what I mean? Like we talked about it there. I work at a bar. If somebody comes in underage, there's so many checks and balances that are in place to stop that from happening. Yet some they still get in there, they still get intoxicated, they still hurt themselves. Every single person associated with that incident now loses their job mm-hmm. because of the atrocity of the incident. Yeah. Therefore, the worst officiated game across all sports, yet this man still has a job and his crew are still allowed to officiate it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying these guys should lose their jobs for minor mistakes. Yeah, but a game like that. There are repercussions that need to be put into place. Mm -hmm. And then if there are the odd games like that that do end up happening, there's no reason. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if me as a regular person is held up to the standard that if you don't do your job correctly, you lose your job, then why are these people not? Yeah, the only, my only response to that is, the people that are certified and have enough experience to do this is lesser than, uh, like, a, oh, a kitchen yeah, worker sure. or a bartender or something. Because you, you have way more people out there that are qualified and willing to do that than a pro soccer referee. So my rebuttal to that is, one, get rid of pro, like we've been talking about. Mm, yeah. To pay them more to attract people from other nations where... Football is a culture there, you know what I mean? They grow up around the culture. This is something they're brought up in. Hey, but, all right, so my rebuttal to that, you still see awful, awful refs in England? No, yeah, England is I, England is exceptional for how bad their refs are. I do have to say, for being the, one of the top leagues in the world, if not the top at the moment. It's pretty bad. It is. It is absolutely phenomenal for how bad their <laughs> officiating is. It's like, I'll stand up and, you know, like... <laughs> you know what, you you boys over there, I, you you you're frauds and you, you still got jobs. So, <laughs> congratulations. Just right behind you guys are pro referees. Yeah, I'd like, you know, the Spanish referees. They're or like just La Liga referees in general. Uh, pretty good. La Liga referees are good, and you know, referees get a lot of shit for. Yeah stuff but Syria I was gonna that was my next one their officiating is on point you yeah know what I mean I, I don't I can't remember his name but there's the the skinny white bald dude yeah there was the ref and he yep. would not like he no would nothing not from take nobody no, nope nobody you know what I mean uh-huh. like that's kind of what it should be yeah I mean you got to control like you got you have to have a controlling and we, we saw this one kind of get out of control yeah not to a point where there was like a fight that broke out no but when you have, what is it, I think it was 21 fouls. I'm just not going to be able to find the stat now. But I believe it was 21 fouls called on Chicago and 14 on Orlando City. So you have 35 total fouls in the game, five yellow cards for yeah. Chicago. No, that's exactly right. So, yeah, fouls coming 21-14, five yellow cards for Chicago. Um, and I believe we had two. Yeah, we had two, one for... Caesar got one, and then Pedro for time wasting. Time wasting. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's what I was just about to say. I feel like we did see this one get out of control, like you said. Mm-hmm. And when you see the string of yellow cards and fouls called in five, ten minutes, I feel like that's a young official trying to regain control of a match, being like, "You're not going to do what you want. I'm still here," and it's yeah. just, it's not going to work. Yeah, and I've said the word inconsistency, inconsistency, like twenty times. But it, it all comes down to the inconsistency of if you're going to let them play, let them play. Then don't switch over for a five-minute period of 
calling every single little bit of contact there is and then switching back off and letting him play physical again. I remember this one sequence of play. I think it was in like you know, the 75th, 78th minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we were starting to advance the ball past midline, right? And they won the ball back on a pretty rough challenge, and then we won the ball back again right off of that on mm-hmm. another pretty rough challenge, which then they slid in and won the ball back again, made contact on, I think it was Mo that went down. Yeah. And then we won the ball back again with a shoulder. Th- you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like literally in a 30-second sequence of play, yeah. there could have been four credible offenses, and not a one. Didn't, didn't even get called for a foul. No. Not yeah. a stoppage of play, not a being like, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and It just kind of stood there like, oh, wow. It, def- it definitely could have happened, but not once do I remember, except like not even on the yellow cards, do I remember him being like, hey, you, come here. And then just be like, cut it out, blah, 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 talk to him. No, yeah, so, he didn't take yeah. control of them and be yeah. like, come yeah. here, like, yeah. you're getting a card. It was, they're walking away and he just put the card up. Yeah, he put so the card up. I think that's that's also the experience showing is not kind of being, or not having the balls enough to be like, hey, I'm the one in control of this game. I can send you off. Mm-hmm. So you just have to, you kind of had to assert yourself in that level, especially as a referee. Yeah, I mean, we get on officials a lot of the times for making the game about themselves quote unquote you know what i mean but when we see games like this when it's the polar opposite we see how bad it really can get Mm -hmm. if you don't have somebody with a lot of confidence in the middle of the in the middle of the pitch yeah calling the shots out there yeah because then the players just feel like they're controlling the game they can do whatever they want try to get away with it and then when he calls a foul or gives them a card then they get mad because it that hasn't happened all game. I know as a player myself in many sports, if the official did not make me feel like he was going to do anything about anything, I didn't care. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to do what I wanted. Yep. You got all the adrenaline pumping. You just want to win. You want to do whatever yeah. that helps your team win. Yep. And if you right off the bat stop that, then that, that mentality yeah. stops. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But if I right away in, in the middle of the game, in the beginning of the game, I'm like, oh, let me try this. Let me see if I get away with this. And then I get away with that. I'm like, well, let me see if I can get away with this. You just want to keep inching it forward and every single time. I come in and I take out Facundo Torres from all the way across the side of the pitch and just absolutely obliterate him. Nothing. Yep. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just clothesline people out here on the pitch. <laughs> Maybe I should just drop kick the official in the middle of the chest. What can I do to get sent <laughs> off in this match? <laughs> If you drop kicked that official in the chest, I, I believe the I ref would apologize. apologize. Yeah, yeah like, sorry s- for getting in your way. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm glad we're on the same page yeah. on that one. <laughs> yeah. Then my last mention that I kind of want to give out it's a it's a good one in my notes for the game. I put uh, Araujo pocket Shakiri. Yeah, he's uh, my man of the match. I'm not gonna lie. He put in a good shift, especially with going up against a player of Shakiri's quality. We saw Shakiri pull off couple nice passes little flicks but Mm -hmm. he didn't make a massive impact no he he did very well he controlled him caesar was all over the place winning balls back when you know it looked like counterattacks were on Mm -hmm. um he i i want to see how many yeah here we go what are you looking for the uh touches that he had today uh 64 64 you know what i mean like one block shot Seven recoveries. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
he, he put in a shift today. One of one aerial duels won. I'm guessing that's the one where he got elbowed in the face. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I'll take that as a win. Yeah, right. We got the ball. <laughs> sure. We got possession, right? <laughs> yeah. One shot from outside the 18. That's crazy. A midfielder shooting from outside the 18. We saw that twice today. Yeah. What is that? It's got to be like a record for us in the MLS. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Most shots from a midfielder outside the 18 in a season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have said, you know, that he's young, and we're going to see the ups and downs with him. Yep. Today was obviously an up for him. Mm -hmm. he, had a, he had a good game, especially, you know, in his first road game in the MLS. Uh, it's, it's Soldier Field's not an easy place to go out there and play. It was the weather wasn't ideal. You know, it was cold no. out there today. So, yeah, yeah. He, he put in a shift today. I, All of us in the preseason were like, oh, I don't know about this kid. He probably shouldn't start. He's young. Let him get minutes coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. And he started in the first game against Montreal, and he played really well. And we were like, all right, maybe he should start next game. Started this game and impressed again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I as of right now, you got to leave him in the squad, uh -huh. in my opinion. Yeah. You know, you got to stick with the hot hand. You don't have to worry about rest. We got seven days now yep. until our next match, so you can leave him in there. You can you could restart this whole team if you wanted to, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. No, there's got to be changes. Rob is coming back in over Schlegel. For sure. So it's not like Schlegel played bad, but Robin's just Robin. I mean, Joao's rating rating on this is. Decent, but I again don't rate him highly. Seven point three, one key pass. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's his defending. Yeah, that, yeah. One or two tackles, one one clearance, six recovered. Like yeah, I mean, interception. So yeah, ground was one. Nothing, nothing super impressive. Al Smith can go out there and do that. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. So, Junior with a five point nine. Yeah. What happened here? Accuracy, fine. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe you, you want you want your accurate you want your passes to be a little bit yeah, more accurate than that. So that's probably it. Um, all right, just go back to the top. Let's see. Six recoveries, two interceptions. Dribble passed once. Ground that. Well, that hurts too. Yeah. Ground duel was one, one of nine, eleven percent. Yeah. It's like we went back to say earlier. They controlled the middle of the park on us. We played horseshoe football again. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got Gaston Jimenez for. Chicago having an 8.2 man of the match rating. Shakiri with a 7.3 yeah. as well. So you see their midfield doing doing a little bit better yeah. than ours. The only time we looked a threat in the midfield is when we saw Pato drop back into the midfield and mm -hmm. give us the numbers in the midfield. Yeah. So, again, why I said last week what I said. So, I think that's all we're going to have to say about this one. Yeah. I mean... Going on the road, getting a point out of it, not a complete loss. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We didn't look awful out there. Clean sheet. You know, there's there's positives to take out of this. So. Should, have, should have been three points, but thanks to the refs, it is hard, what it is. Hard to go on the road, play the, the opposing team and the officials. So play against 12 men. Yeah. Or uh, counting the ARs would be, what, 14? Yeah. So I think that's all we have for today. We want to thank you so much for listening again. And if you like what you heard here today, please check out our other podcast called We Speak Football. And please give us a follow on our social media platforms, which you can find all the links inside our Instagram at OCFanTV. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next one. Mm -hmm.